right, all right. Welcome to the JVB Health and Wellness Podcast. Today, I want to talk about a couple things. The first thing that I want to discuss is accountability and um, making ourselves accountable to doing things for our health. Uh, last week, we talked about the importance of a routine and uh, consistency, and I think those are critically important. But often what happens is that we have 10 things on our plate we need to do every day, and four of them or five of them get attention, and everything else doesn't. And so some of this, I say this to people all the time, is like, you're too busy. Don't be too busy. And if you are too busy, make sure that health is incorporated in one of those things that you're too busy with. And so for my day job, for my career, I am a restructuring advisor for distressed and bankrupt companies. We often get calls and somebody says, I'm going to run out of cash next week. What do you mean? You're a public company. Well, uh, well, why are you going to run out of cash? Well, I've, I've only been here for six months. What do you mean? You're the CFO of the company. You're going to run out of cash. Well, and then when you dig deeper, this is why we get hired. It sounds basic. You, you find that companies have not made themselves accountable for their business plan goals. They don't do budget to actual reporting and companies that run out of cash, often they are not like doing what we call 13 week cash flows. They're looking at what their cash flow projection looks like on a weekly basis. They're looking at inflows of cash, out, outflows of cash, and they're trying to figure out exactly what to do. Hey, Jim. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good, good, how are you? Good. All right. Well, good to hear your voice. It's been a while. Um, I was just talking about, so I'm a restructuring advisor for distressed and bankrupt companies. And, okay. and, and uh, like very often I get the type of call like, hey, we're going to run out of money next week. What do you mean? You're like a public company. You have $500 million in sales. How are you going to run out of money? And the bottom line is it comes down to people don't track it and people don't make themselves accountable to cash flow. And that sounds crazy, but we get hired and we go in and we, we start projecting 13 week cash flow. We look at what companies have done historically. And then mm -hmm. we set we set reasonable goals for what they can do with their cash going forward. And the same exact thing is true for health. You know, so as I've been thinking about it in my head and I've, I've had this, I've had people say this to me a long time, probably 10 years or more. You're a restructuring guy. You're restructuring people's health. And I always shot away from that. And it's kind of embarrassing. So I just, whatever, but it's true actually. And I was thinking about it last. So we didn't do this call for a while. Everyone was busy. And what I saw is people started to like a lot of people, some, some people got a little better. Bob was yeah. on last week. Bob lost 35 pounds. Oh, wow. He went oh from my two, goodness. 255 to 220. He was even sub 220 for a while. He's rolling. And, and, and if you didn't listen, I know you couldn't come last week. You know, he says, I lost that weight because I was consistent. I was doing exercise I liked four or five days a week. I wasn't so focused on the easy exercise. I was just doing what I liked. And I was really good with food. So he's and he's really good with movement. Right. And so uh, he made himself accountable and he has had the ups and downs and he knows what works and what doesn't work. And so he set goals and he hits them. These companies that get distressed, they run out of cash. They take on too much debt. They have all these issues. Like most of those companies are not doing budget to actual type of things. And when I think of budget to actual reporting, I think of something like an accountability tool, whether it's my app or whether it's, you know, um, my fitness pal or training peaks or anything that people, Garmin, anything that people, Apple, anything that people use. Right. But there's a big difference in people that force themselves to be accountable for whatever reason. And those that don't, I force myself to be accountable. Okay. 
and, and so I know that if I keep my routine going, I get up, usually I walk, I get some non-exercise steps in, I loosen up, I feel great. You know, I figure out when I'm going to get my exercise in every day. I'm moving consistently. I do all these things and I set goals pretty much every day. I'm going to be traveling next week. I'm coming to New York for a few days. And um, so I have to like think about what my goals are going to be when I'm there. Mm-hmm. And it even gets down to the point of I've got to get on a plane. Yeah. Right. So how am I going to deal with the plane? Pre-COVID, I would get up and I would walk around and I would move because when I'm sitting down in a chair for six hours, seven hours, I feel like I'm a thousand years old. Right. So I get up and move around. So I do get moving on planes. It's harder now with COVID. Um, so I don't know how I'm going to deal with that. So I have to think about that and the goals I set. Right. But um, I think it's so important to make ourselves accountable and then f- and put our lifestyle in a way that we can have some of that health uh, come in. And so uh, one of the things, Shruti, I emailed you about is we've been talking for a long time. I don't know if it's with you. I think it is. But with. With oh, many, sorry. Other, that's okay. New York City. Um, <laughs> but with many others is what kind of challenges could we do? Right. Did you get a chance to read the challenge thing I said around or not yet? I no, 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 I did. I, I okay. started reading it, but it got more and more complicated. As yeah, <laughs> well, there, I have, so, well, I have to have rules because some people want rules. So when I wrote it, I just put I put it all out of my head. But it's very simple. F- pick <laughs> sort of five categories and we'll talk about the five categories, but pick five categories that you're going to make a commitment to and you're going to set a goal for. And it's going to be your personal goal. It's not going to be this uniform goal that everyone has to have 10,000 non-exercise steps, right? Non-exercise steps are the steps when we get when we don't uh, when we're not exercising. It's got to be like my goal with it is how can you get people to make themselves accountable to their data and to their numbers as well as just do a little better. Right. So I, I was just on a call with somebody right before this call. He has he, he wants to do the challenge and he's and he's on this call all the time and he couldn't, jo- he couldn't join today. And we were talking about, all right, what are your goals going to be? And he said, well, I was thinking about this for this. So uh, like non-exercise steps. He's like, I was thinking about seven thousand non-exercise steps a day. Right. I said, OK, how about your. Um, How'd you get at that? Well, that's about what I think I, I, that's what I think I've been doing. So we were able to pull up on my app and I have a page called bifurcation dashboard. And we were able to pull up over the last month, what his actual non-exercise steps are every day. And um, for him, I'm just pulling it up here. It's fascinating. So his average non-exercise steps were mm-hmm. 7,447. That's not bad. Like, I think if you have 7,500 non-exercise steps, that's great. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people might have 7,500 non-exercise steps and they still aren't moving 10 or 12 or 14 hours a day. So they have less than 300 steps, 10, 12, 14 hours a day, believe it or not. And they might only be awake for 16 and maybe they're not exercising. So when you start <laughs> to do everything, then maybe those <laughs> non-exercise steps go down. But his were 7,447. And if we look at the spread of his numbers, Eight of the 30 days, he had more than 10,000 non-exercise steps. And eight of the, uh, eight of the 30 days, he had 7,500 to 99.99 steps. So 16 of the 30 days, so a little more than 50%, he was doing better than 7,500 steps. He had 10 days where he was doing um, less than 
5,000 steps. So 10 to the 30. So 33% of the days, right? So okay. when you, th I don't like think about just like 7,447 non-exercise steps and say, just set that goal. What I really want to see is that bifurcation also of, okay. okay, I had 30 days of more than this number. What is that number? Well, he and I talked about it for a while and we decided, let's set it 7,500. That's a B grade on my app. Um, mm -hmm. 7,500 to 9,999 is a B to 10,900 steps or more is an A. A B is a good number. And mm -hmm. so we set it there and then we said, okay, let's take a look at the moving consistency score, the red hours. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, his number was average 11.55. Okay. That's a high number. And, mm -hmm. um, and, and, and he had, 22 of the 30 days, so that's, what is that, 76% uh, of a score of seven or higher. And so we talked about, well, what do you want to set for that? He's still thinking about that. But what I want to do at the end of this challenge mm -hmm. is he's going to mm -hmm. say, I'm going to do 7,500 non-exercise steps. I want to see improvement, not only in his average number, because somebody might say, oh, he averaged 7,600. And before mm -hmm. he averaged 7,447, so he didn't do much better. But I wouldn't look at it like that at all because we're going to see a bifurcation, huge increase. We're going to see that instead of having um, instead of having 44 percent of his days at less than 7,500 steps, he might have 90 percent of his days above that number. And that would be huge in increase, too, from a consistency standpoint. So that's the kind of way that we're thinking about how to set goals you know, how many days a week. And I want to hear what yours are in a second here, Shruti, but how many days a week of exercise are we talking about? He picked four. It's actually four is an A on my app that, and, and I want people to exercise at least 15 minutes, four days a week. And if somebody wants mm -hmm. to lose weight, they need to do more than 15 minutes. Probably, you know, I shoot for an hour every day. Some days I get 15 minutes. That's a minimum for me. And sometimes I, sometimes I got an hour. I got my hour in today. I got my hour in yesterday, but I don't do that every day. Right. And so, but I just want him to be consistent uh, because he may not exercise. We look and it was 1.2 days a week. He was exercising over the last 30. Okay. So that's figured out by the number of days um, of third. Um, but he was 1.2, right? Not four, 1.2, right? So now we're talking about, he's going to set 7,500 as his non-exercise step goal. He's going to set four days a week for exercise, which means that he is going to exercise eight of the 14 days over the period. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. so we, and he's going to set an MCS score. It's interesting because he has to travel a little bit. And so I said, that's fine. I had another guy that I reached out to today and he said, I want to do it, but I'm going to be traveling. So he already gave up. Right. And, and I, and, and he said, I'll probably still do it, but I'm going to be traveling. I said, look, mm -hmm. this is not, this is a perfect example of why having something that you commit to, whether it's in this challenge and it helps you be part of a group is a great idea. That's my goal. And so I said to him, look, man, just pick these numbers, knowing that it's not going to be as good as home. Or sometimes when people go away, it's better. They're not watching their kids. They're out to have fun. But a, <laughs> a lot of type A, A plus personalities, when they travel, book their schedule so solid that they can't do anything. Right. And so what I want to have in somebody's mindset, kind of like we talked about this budget to actual is when somebody travels, they've also made a commitment to do something with their health, even if he says, look, Jim, I'm only going to be able to get like 6,000 non-exercise steps. And I think a sub eight or less, I'll set eight for my movement consistency score 
goal, eight or less red hours, going to be sitting in meetings and everything. I don't want to get up, walk around, look like a loser or whatever. And so uh, I'm fine with that, right? But I still want to hit them because what happens most of the time is when, when people go and travel, they completely capitulate. They completely give up. So I'm hoping that the goals will force him to do just a little better, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last two categories, you saw them, were how many plants did you have in a week? There's a mm-hmm. lot of people that have expressed some concern that people mm-hmm. might cheat, might cheat with that. Um, and so uh, you may have seen in the writing, you may have not gotten this far. This is like fine print stuff, but I'm fine if people say the truth, right? But they got to write out like somewhere. My app is the easiest place to do it. Today I had seven plants. Here's what they were. I had some tomatoes. I had five different types of greens and I had a pepper. Somebody said to me, I make tuna sandwich and I put one pepper on there one cucumber on there, one carrot on there. Does that count as three? I said, yes. But if you do that every day, and if you have three different plants on your tuna sandwich every day, and you get to three times seven is 21, and you, you set a weekly goal of 20, you're probably going to need more plants than that, just that. You know what I mean? If you want, particularly if you want to lose weight. So I know you're a vegetarian. I know you know. But um, so uh, that's one category. And the last category is alcohol. And this mm-hmm. has been a big debate. Um but I do find that a lot of people, um, myself included in the past, not, not now, but like if you have some drinks, then bad begets bad. It's fun. You go out and pig out Taco Bell, something, <laughs> something good. But, um, so I want people to commit to like, uh, like various alcohol goals and it could be, look, Jim, I'm not going to have any alcohol for 14 days. That's one. I'm not saying to do that. It might be, I know that I drink like three or four drinks a day. I don't want to do that. Maybe I want to have two drinks two days a week and no drinks the rest of the time. Right. I just want people to commit to whatever they want. Right. Or I want to have zero drinks, 10 of the 14 days. And I want to be able to have a few drinks on Saturday and Friday. Right. Some, something like that. Right. Um, so those are the five category goals. Okay. And then we're going to do this thing called wild card goals. Now, I remember when I showed this app to a guy coached, it was actually, it might've still even been in Excel. This has got to be seven years ago now. And I, and I had all these different categories and he's like, I don't need any of that. And I was like, why? He does need some of it, but I don't need any of that. He was like, why? He said, Cause I pretty much know when I'm doing well with my health and I know when I'm not doing well. Okay. Okay. So what you would set, what would you set? And he gave me a list of like two or three things that he would set as his goals. Those would be his wildcard goals. And he might elect to say, Jim, I'm not participating in those five goals. Fine. You don't have to participate. You can opt out and you can just say, you know what? I got one goal. I'll tell you one of my wild card goals. So my kids like to get like that Trader Joe's unpasteurized orange juice, which is really, really spectacular. It's like freshly squeezed orange juice. It's not flash pasteurized. If you're pregnant, you probably shouldn't drink it, but you know, um, so I love it, but like, I don't want to drink that because I don't feel as good when I have the orange juice because I could down a whole half thing of that, right? Or they get pineapple juice. I don't want to do it. So one of my goals might be don't have any of the orange juice or only have the orange juice one of the 14 days or, wh- or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Another one that people set as their wild card goal a lot is weight. So some people might say, I want to lose three pounds a week. Okay. I think those are harder goals because weight can be pretty fickle. And particularly when you first start being better, sometimes we gain water weights. I think you got to be careful with goals. Maybe the goal is I'm not going to lose it. I'm not going to gain any weight or I'm going to lose only a couple pounds during the week. I think you want to set something that's reasonable. I think one of my wild card goals will be get seven hours of sleep every night. Now I want to say 
go to bed. I want to, I want to be in bed with my lights off before 11, like preferably 1030. Cause I get up so early being in, in the West coast. But my problem is that I have a kid in high school who goes to football games on the weekend <laughs> and guess who's the driver. I pick them up from the game at like 10 or 1030. And then I take them to in and out and they have this whole parking lot of craziness that we all remember vividly in some form. Uh, and so I don't get to home until like 1130 or midnight. So if I set a goal of I got to go to bed every night before 10 or before 11, I wouldn't make it. So but these are the type of wild card goals. I know that others might say something simple. I want to make sure I get some lemon and ginger and turmeric into my body every day, or I want to make sure I drink tea every day or, or whatever it is, right? Anything that they either think is positive for their health or negative for the health. It could be like, I'm not going to go to, I'm not going to go to veggie grill, which is my favorite, favorite, favorite place to go. Um, they have great beyond burgers and other things, but like, I love it. But like afterwards, it's like not much different than getting a burger. It's like, Oh, I feel kind of full. You know what I mean? So it might be a goal like that. All right. I've talked a lot. Shruti, when you, it, it was not meant to be complicated. The only other thing that makes it complicated is that there has been a heavy debate among a community of people that I have been speaking to about this. Many people just want to be part of something where there's some electricity and energy, and maybe we, we have a group and we encourage each other. Other people just want to do something right? Like I've sent it around to some people, some people I haven't coached in years and I, I need this. I want this. I want to have a conversation about this, right? Just because they want to do something. But there's been this heavy debate about whether or not people, it started out as like recommendations to me where people said, I want to, I want to just compete in those categories. So if you have the top non-exercise uh, steps, then you win and you get like, people can buy in and you get some of the money. But as I was thinking about it, that's not really what I'm, I'm about. I, I just want to see people do better. And there is a huge cadre of people that say, I will never pay into anything. And I just want to do it for pride or I just want to do it. And there's a cadre of people that go and they do contribute money in these things because they know kind of like when they hire a coach like me, if they don't put the money in, they're never going to do it. Right. Although some people put the money in, they still don't do it. Right. So uh, there's a concept in the challenge that says if you want to participate and you don't want to put any money in, don't put any money in. You're in. OK, you can decide what categories you want, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of pride there. And there's somebody named Brenda that often joins this call. She can't do it right now. She's working today where she's a formidable competitor in many categories. And she would I could see her walking around nonstop without stopping for an entire day on the weekend just to win. You know what I mean? That's how competitive she is. But, uh, and Brenda, if you're listening, I hope you got a kick out of that because I mean that in the most positive way. It is awesome. <laughs> she's already lost. Let's think Brenda's now lost over 30 pounds. She's 70 years old and she's able to do things now where um, she was not able to do a while back and she's still uh, doing great and trying to lose more weight. So she's, she's crushing it. She's following the pillars. She's a big mover, big, uh, big on, on the program. So, um, so, People might want to put money in. We, it started out as, right, let's put money in, let's compete. And then I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. So then we said, okay, I, I made it. And this is why it gets a little complicated, but it's simple. If you want to put money in, you get money in. And if you don't achieve one of your goals, I'll go through and I'll figure out, okay, Shruti had seven categories. She made her goals in seven. She put in 20 bucks for a week, you know, and she gets her 20 bucks back. Full back. If Shruti goes and she... Uh, and I, and this is why I'm talking to people to say, are you sure you want to set that goal? Because this is not about money. This is about me trying to motivate you or others to do a little better and set the right goals. One that's going to push you a little more, but one that's not too easy. Right. And so if somebody sets a goal, let's say, and it's pretty reasonable 
And I even put the concept of a mulligan or two in. So if you set a couple, if you set a bunch of goals, you maybe get a pass on two things that are, uh, for over a two week period, because we all have stuff that comes up. You had to pick up your kids, something happened, something got in the way. I think one or two of those is fine as approved by me. Uh, <laughs> and then, so then, okay. So then some people are like, I'll put some money in. If I don't get my categories, I want to lose the money. Well, what happens to the money? Let's say somebody puts 40 bucks in and let's say that they hit um, four of their eight categories. Okay. They put 40 in, they lose, I'm going to allocate it pro rata. So they lose, they, they met half their goals. They lose half their money, 20 bucks. That's going to go into a fund. And then that's going to be allocated to the people that made all their goals. Okay. That's the concept of it. Um, I've off, I've thought about uh, going out and getting some sponsors and giving us some things like some good restaurants or other places that might believe in something like this and want to reward people that do really, really well. I think that that is a concept that could work. Um, but that's the idea. So I, I just like I talked to somebody today. He's like, I want to buy in. I have to buy in or I'm not going to do it. Right. And a lot of people, they go to weight loss clinics or they compete, they could they, they compete in these other things online and they do put money in. Right. So. And then there's other people that won't put any money in and that's fine too, okay? There is the pride element and I'm sure that some people will be talking a lot of smack if they win, it's exactly what I want. And I will be participating, but my stats will not count against people. So at some point I would like to be able to say and reward people if they have a good streak or they have a great week or month or whatever it is, I'd like to be able to figure out how to reward them, which is why I'd love to go out and get some sponsors to do that. Okay, what's your reaction to all that, Shruti? It's great. I, um, I would love to participate. I think it's very exciting. Um, I, you know me, I am someone who works well with um, sort of setting goals. So one of the biggest challenges in this whole pandemic has been the fact that I wasn't able to set goals. And um, Let's drill so in on think, that a little bit. What does that mean you weren't able to set goals? Expand on that. Uh, well, uh, A, in the beginning, of course, there was lockdown. So we didn't know what we could do and we couldn't. Then I started walking and a little bit was, uh, was, was greater, you know, some, some element of going out in public and things like that. And then in January, I had my first injury. Uh, where right. I injured my tailbone. And then in February, I had the herniated disc. Mm. So since February till now, I actually had my second shot two weeks ago. Okay, how'd it go? Step. It's, it, it's a little bit better than the first one. The first one was almost, I mean, the pain. So if I don't do anything, I'm great. No worries. But the minute I start even basic walking, like brisk walking, not regular walking, but brisk walking, the pain comes back and the same sciatic nerve, it, it starts hurting. So it was really bad after the, even after the first shock. It was, almost <laughs> was, like, was it radiological? Did they have an x-ray and they figured out where to put the needle directly in your back? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. So in the second time they did it, I feel like, it, it seems somewhat better than my first shot, but I just haven't had the courage to go and sign up in a, you know, and start doing things uh, a little physically strenuous. Are you doing physical uh, therapy for your back? I was doing before my shots, but he never uh, advised me to go back and do physical therapy. So I haven't done that. You but may want to ask, I, let me tell you, I've been dealing with sciatica for a while now. 
and it mm -hmm. goes down my, at first I thought it was a hip problem, right? Mm -hmm. But then, you know, your sciatic nerve can go all the way down your leg to behind yes. your knee. And so I was dealing with a period where I had to stop running and it was pretty painful. And so I just, I finally figured out, like I went online and looked around and finally figured out, like, I have a history of back problems also, all areas, but the lower back is really bad. And so I finally figured out that there are, were some stretches that were really helpful to me yeah. that made a big yeah. difference. And so that's yeah. why the physical therapy can be really helpful. There's a couple that you can really do to stretch out your sciatic nerve and your back so that uh, maybe it helps. And, you know, yeah. you can try so those I, things. Yeah. So I looked up online and there was something called McKinsey's seven stretches which are supposed to be very famous I believe but so I've been at home I've been doing that ever since I stopped the physical therapy but uh, I I wondered I actually have to schedule a virtual visit with the doctor um, and for me I, I mean I'm just the whole process is somewhat it's very short but it's in that short period it just my anxiety level just shoots up and it's very painful. The second one was actually, I could actually feel the, the, the injections. I'm really terrified. Now. How fun. How fun. Well, you just, <laughs> you just tell them for the next one that you want them to numb the area a little more. So you don't want to feel the, that's what I would do. If, Cause I've had those shots a lot in my back too, but this exemplifies, and I want to hear more of, you know, your story, but this exemplifies that there's always going to be things in our way. And how do we deal with things and how do we keep our health up when they're in our way? Like when I broke my foot a couple of years ago, I have a, you know, I remember I was on that scooter, that knee scooter for like a year. And, you know, I, I broke my foot. I got a Jones fracture, which is a severe, severe fracture of the foot. And um, I, I had to say to myself, oh, no, like for me, if I don't keep my stuff going, I like get sick. I end up having a Crohn's flare up and I end up, I end up in the hospital and I'm and I'm more susceptible to, to fevers and everything else. So how do I keep it going? And, and how do I set realistic goals to keep it going? So, you know, for me, I had to figure out, well, okay, I guess I'm going to be doing a lot of moving on the scooter. And that's, that's just what I'm going to have to do. And at least I'll get a little bit of exercise and get my heart rate up. And I just have to do the best I can of things that don't hurt me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's, it, it, so if I was to do go into a challenge, I wouldn't say I can't do the challenge because I have a broken foot. I'd say what I did, which was, I, 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 I would say, you know, I, I was doing a loop of Central Park on the scooter every day. Oh, wow. Really? Yep. Oh, that is hard. Yeah, yeah. That was the only way I could really elevate my heart rate. I was take, I was, I was taking my scooter two miles to work. wasn't getting on the train, wasn't taking a car, yeah. and I was going two miles home every day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And at least I knew that I was still getting some movement. I had to stop and stretch my leg out because you might remember I got some blood clots in the back of my leg after being on a scooter a few years ago. So, but like these are things where like if somebody's listening to this and they're saying, hmm. I don't know if I want to participate in a challenge. This is meant to like get people to come in who can just do a little better and give them some accountability. Now, I would say that if people want to use, want to want to participate in the challenge and they want their stats, they should sign up for my app. It's JVB Health Wellness on the App Store, and the best things to use are even a Gar either a Garmin watch or an Apple Watch. We do have Fitbit, but Fitbit's not going to give you the hour hourly information I need right now. So. 
step. That's kind of what, what would you like? What would you do? Which ones would you pick? Like, what would you set for your goals? Are so, you wearing an uh, Apple, by the way? Are you wearing an Apple watch right now? Still? I, um, yeah, I'm very okay. an Apple watch. Look, the bottom line is that, um, I think that, uh, you know, there, the challenge can be something that can help a lot of different people, but I'd be very interested in what you would be thinking about. And I was talking about my app. And if you do want to use Apple, you just have to go to the app store and I'll download it. It works fine. Right. But what would you set? So for me, um, uh, I would certainly put in some minimum level of steps. And I think that will help because I can, I can then just walk, which is, which is great. Uh, my food, alcohol, all that, I can certainly keep on track. Where the fitness is concerned, that's my only challenge right now, which is I don't know what I can pull off. Uh, I did find out that uh, literally a block from my, uh, my workplace, uh, there is a gym, which is great because for me, uh, when I was at the fire department, we had a gym right in the building. So I didn't even have to think twice. It was just an elevator ride. Mm -hmm. um, ever since I've started at ACS, unfortunately, uh, they don't have a gym. So I had to kind of look out, find a gym that has um, that also has like a, a locker room shower and stuff because I don't want to go back um, to... Um, to, to my cube without, you know, freshening up. So um, I finally found one, which is great. great. Yeah. Which, which gym so, is it? Called Blink. Blink. Okay. You're so, downtown. You're, you're downtown, downtown, right? Yes, yeah. Yes, so Blink, yes. any gym that has any equipment that can help you elevate your heart rate, take a quick shower and get back to work is great. And it doesn't have to be that long. I know when you, you know, you know, when you were training for the marathon a few years ago, you, you were going for 30 to 60 minutes. Like, I think whatever, you know, you could set as a goal, like, I think a good goal for you would be three or four days. Now, the question is, what can you do with that back? For me, like mm -hmm. my, my back I figured out that even when I go out and run, I'm, I'm not, if I do it for 30, 60 minutes, I really don't make it much worse. It doesn't get much better. Sometimes I have no pain. Sometimes I have a little nagging stuff down my leg, which I know is the nerve, right? And I know I can usually stretch my way out of or I have to deal with for a few days. Shoes are very important. The balance of the shoes are very important for me. Um, but elliptical does, I don't have any problem with elliptical with my back. And that might be the one for you to try first. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you should try the bike and I don't think you, you, you could walk on a treadmill briskly, use your arms for power, but that's going to be harder on your back than an easy elliptical. So I would, I would start with that. And maybe you say, you know what, uh, the, the challenge is going to start on Monday and you say, you know, here's what your goal is. Your goal is, um, I'm going to set a number of days and maybe it's the first week I'm going to set one or two days, whatever it is. And I'm going to ease in. And if I feel better, I'm going to do, if I don't have a lot of pain, or no pain, then I'm going to do a little more. Right. And your goal can also be, but if I have pain, I'm going to listen to my body and I'm not going to do it. So you'll meet your goal either way. Um, uh, and it might be that if, and maybe another one of your goals is if I cannot exercise, then I'm going to do better with more movement, non-exercise. You know what I mean? I'm going to be more consistent with my movement or I'm going to be a little better with food. So you have to decide, I, I you know, you could just write them down and text them to me. Um, yeah. I would get yourself back on the app at least to make sure it's working. I'm also uh, hooked onto your app. So I go and refresh it. Are you still looking now? You still uh, using it? 
yes yeah yeah even today i think uh, the my last refresh must have been like around maybe 1 or 2 o'clock or something like that okay. and have you been so, doing it pretty consistently so here i'm doing much better um with uh, with movement uh, in, in ever since we started going into work um i do try to be a little bit more consistent i used to have this guy coach and he used to say to me and I, when I first started, like, I noticed that his average sleep was like seven hours a night. It's like, oh, great. You know, but then when I started to like, like, think about it, he'd have a lot of like five hour nights. And so I finally figured out when I went and like analyzed his data night by night, he had five days of five or less hours and two days of like 10 or 12 hours. So his average came to like a seven hours, but five of the seven days, he was sleeping less than uh, really around five hours. Harvard says if we sleep less than six hours on average, we quintuple our risk of death from anything. Sleep is so critical. Now, you notice I didn't make sleep one of the categories because sleep, like I think for the first challenge, it's easier just to have some of the data that's easier to track and eventually we can do sleep, but sleep is, is so critical. Yeah. And then you no, just have I to have set been... what your goal is. Yeah, the ever since we started five day working schedule, I have been trying uh -huh. um, to kind of be on top of things, trying to be more regular. Um, and I think it helps, like the fact that I get out of the home to go work. Of course, for sure. Yeah, yeah, there is a routine. There is, a, you know, so and I, I work very well with routines. So same, you know, and I have yeah. So yesterday you had 14,000 non-exercise steps and before 8, 8 p.m. you only had two red hours. So that is awesome. You're clearly yes. moving. And then 8 p.m. you had 55 steps and then 9, 10, 11, you had zero. So remember during the challenge, the way that I've designed the app is if you do your reporting where you put in what your sleep is, even if you don't wear your watch to bed, it's much easier to wear the watch. So I charge my Apple watch for an hour or two before I go to bed on my app. On the Apple Watch app, and you and I did this a couple of years ago, but you know, you go and you enter in the sleep information, and then it will rem remind you to charge your watch before you go to bed if you forget. Uh, at least mine does. Um, so, but if you either wear your watch to bed or you just go on my app and you answer the questions about, you know, I call it reporting, which is enter user inputs, you could just go to the quick reporting, which asks you five questions. And one of them is, what time did you go to bed? What time did you get up? If you go and you say, you know, I went to bed at, uh, you know, nine o'clock last night, then these three hours that you have read at the end of yesterday are going to turn blue. Right. And so that's the re and I had a guy I was talking to earlier today and he's like, yeah, I slept. I took a nap in the afternoon from four to five. It had a red hour. I was like, you know, if you go into the app and you check the boxes as I took a nap and put in four to four fifty, then it's going to turn that hour blue. Right. It sounds stupid, but like, I, if people take a nap, that's great. If people sleep, I want them to get credit for it on this chart. And because we are going to run a challenge, it does look at number of red hours, number of hours with less than 300 steps. Those are important. Yeah. Or tell me and I'll do it for you. If it's too, if, it, if it's, if you can't figure it out or it's too much of a pain. No, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. If it, if I really can't, then I'll reach out to you and maybe I'll have you walk me through it one time. So I'll know how to do it, but I'm sure the, my biggest challenge, I think with that is just the charging part of it. It's such a so challenge. <laughs> I know you gotta be good. Now, remember it, it, Apple is great. If you take your watch off and you're charging it and you don't, and you're going to walk around, if you carry your phone, it counts your steps too. The killer is not, I don't like to be naked without a watch and not having my phone on me. So I make sure I have one or the other. The day before, yeah. 
<laughs> but you wear uh, pants and you have a pocket. Uh, often I don't have a pocket, so I I, I carry my phone. But that's true. <laughs> if I'm walking around without with naked without my Apple Watch, I'm definitely carrying my phone. So the day before, you had eight thousand three hundred ninety-nine steps. That would exceed your goal of seventy-five hundred. That would be a B. And you had um, only five red hours. I see you wore your watch to work that night, so it lit up the blue hours properly. This is great. I mean, that's the type of day that's great. The only thing I don't see on your chart, on the moving consistency chart, and 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 you're injured, is an orange hour, right? Like where you started your watch and did a little exercise. So I think what you do is I think you think about setting a goal for this week. Like I said, you should write it down and commit to it and then email it or text it to me. We're starting Monday. You can do it over the next few days. I'll review it and I'll tell you if I think it's too harsh. I want you to hit your goals, but I want you to do a little better. And for you, it's going to be, how do I get my heart rate up with a back injury, with sciatica, which is really debilitating. Sometimes it really debilitates me, you know, but I have figured out now that when I go out and do my runs, if I just jog or I do the elliptical, it usually doesn't hurt because the endorphins will mask the pain. But if it's not really hurting when you're doing it, you know, you're not really hurting yourself at least that's my view of it. Like, unless a doctor says to you, unless you stop doing that, you're not going to get the inflammation out of there, but you've gone through two shots. You probably need a third. Did a doctor put you on any kind of like uh, anti-inflammatory also? You were on one before, right? Yes, I was uh, on one, but he didn't put me on, but he didn't, but he also said like, if, if you're, if you are in pain, just take uh, an over-the-counter Advil or a leaf, okay. one of them. Yeah. So he said, there's nothing wrong with that. Which I have been because of the, I sprained my neck also. So oh, that's fun. Like so, uh, last one week has been really painful. Otherwise, I, I would have started the gym this week. I had thought okay. of doing starting this week, but did you no, join? Maybe. Did you join yet? Uh, no, not yet. So your goal, if you're going to start Monday with you know now you're we're on a challenge and you're doing a little bit of accountability here, is try and get that set up this week. Get the app set up. You already got the app going. So that's great. If you're listening to this and you have not signed up for the app on my app, it's J it's free. It's JVB Health Wellness. You download it. If you have a Garmin, it'll add, there'll be a button when you sign up that says connect your Garmin. And then you just uh, go right to Garmin site. I have a contract with Garmin where they authenticate through their site. Uh, so you enter your username and password. I don't store any passwords. Um and we don't share any information with anybody and we don't even let anybody else on my app see your data. Okay. So it's completely um, just you and anonymous. But uh, if you go link, then all your data will start flowing to me. And if you have an Apple watch, there's a button for the Apple watch. The cool thing about the Apple watch is that um, if you sign up for the Apple watch and you link to that uh, and remember the Apple watch, is the way it works or an iPhone, you don't even have to have an, you don't even have to have an Apple watch. Even if you have an iPhone, if you carry your phone around everywhere, that counts stuff and you can participate without a watch. The problem is that it does, doesn't count as well because you're going to leave your phone charging somewhere and you're going to forget it. Um, right. But uh, you can actually hit a backfill button on my app 30 days or 90 days. I think the 365 is probably going to crash. It's a lot of data. It depends on what data you have in your phone, but you could actually then say, okay, Jim, I backfilled it for 30 days or 90 days. If you want to have a separate, separate conversation with me, or you want to come on this podcast and talk about interpretation of your numbers, we'll have a benchmark. And one of the things I'm excited about doing for this challenge, I'm an, I'm a nerd. Um, I'm a data nerd is I'm very excited to say, okay, Shruti, here's how you were doing for the month before. And here's how you did during the two weeks of the challenge. And you improved here. You didn't improve there. How are you feeling? Right. And we talk about it, but you're going to see a lot of improvement from a lot of people. And usually the best thing ever is that when people move more and they exercise more and they eat more plants and they drink less alcohol, you know, uh, they feel better. 
right? And sometimes they even lose some weight, right? And so that's the idea. That's what I want to do. And I have uh, two more minutes before I have to go. Anything else you want to talk about? So great to see you. It's great to see you too. Uh, hopefully at the end of this challenge, uh, uh, I will be shedding some pounds. For me, it's very hard to lose weight somehow. So, uh, but hopefully I will lose some. At least uh, I need to narrow my waistline a little bit. <laughs> well, listen, two weeks, is, two weeks is a short period of time. My goal yes, for yes. the first challenge, the reason I did the challenge, I do a lot of fantasy sports. I talked about this last week is if I have a bad week or two, I want to start over. Right. So let's start with two weeks. Let's see how it goes. If somebody says to me, Jim, you know what? I just had a great two weeks. I'm going to keep it going. And I'm probably going to start the second challenge like three days after the first one ends. But I would say to you, if you're having a great time and you're doing well and you feel good, keep it going because we can still track that. And then in six months, we might say, no, Shruti's had a streak where not only did she do the first two, two week challenge, she's maintained her goals or improved upon her goals, you know, for entire six months. Right. You can reset for the next two weeks because if it's like my friend who's going to be traveling and he can't do as well. You can change your goals down to and modify them so that you just do a little better. And some weeks you're not going to do great, but it's, I want you to do a little better than than complete capitulation. <laughs> no i hear you totally so yeah um uh, i'm looking forward to it and uh, right. i will go sign up at the gym and everything and then have uh, it all set up for next week now let me ask you a question final question are you the type yeah. of person that would buy in and put money mm -hmm. in or are you the type of person that would not buy in because it's i ask this to every single person and i have a different answer from every person which one are you um, I'd probably buy in okay. I have, just so that I have more accountability. All right. I I, I, we originally started it at 50 a week. I think that's too much. 20 a week. So it'd be 40 bucks. You'll just Venmo me the 40 bucks. And at the end of the challenge, if you get it, you get your money back. If not, you're going to be contributing. If anybody, if you or anybody else listening to this has any ideas of anybody who might want to sponsor it, my dream would be, you know, we have a bunch of participants. Everyone hits their goals. So there's no allocation of any money to anybody else. Everyone's happy. Believe me, they, they hit their goals. But maybe some people want to do a little sponsorship where we can throw some prizes in. And that would be kind of fun. Sounds good. Other than just me throwing them in, because I'm not charging anything to run this, obviously. I just, I want to see people <laughs> do better. Yeah, 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 that's great. All, All right. right. Okay. Thanks good to so see much, you. Jim. Tell, tell Vishal, I'm very sorry about his dad. It's just horrible. Absolutely. All right. I know All he's right. really close to them. Take care. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. <laughs>